0: It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchick and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being. And that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. After. Now, here is everyone's morning after regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome
1: to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week. All the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz has been non-existent. The show has been critically crapped on the show that is still here. For now, so let me, the lovable loser from Man, the guy you know, and... Uh... I no. had a dream
2: about this open. It just hit no. me <laughs> while it's happening. <laughs> I it, was it a God. nightmare? Really Did you happened. chant in your dream? I chant I swear to god I chanted and I, and I yes. made the point of saying I only chant for negative things. Anyway, you may continue.
1: So, like what would be a negative thing that you chant I don't
2: for? know. Like, it, was, uh... it was not a good chant, but I just ah. while this is, while I'm hearing it, I had it. It was déjà vu, but then I said, "No, nah, this isn't déjà vu. I'm so, dreaming about the show now and the chant."
1: So, it would be like "canceled, canceled, yes. canceled, yes. Canceled, yes. canceled, canceled." Something in that vein. Dog sucks! Dog sucks! Sucks! Like dog that. Th- I'm sick of everything and everybody and everything and that everybody! Edge, yes. oh,
2: oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, oh, that boy. Well, let's do it then right now because I know everyone's a little hungover on this early morning, but I got the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbells. Say it with me, my friends, in a dream. It's no more clips. No clips. No clips. We have clips. baby clip. No clip. Clip of Palooza. <laughs> We're joined by my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer. Of a mad dog unleashed forever, and then of course is. the producer. You don't even have to say
2: that anymore. Just it is. Yeah,
1: my friend Eddie Erickson, and then the producer of Morning Men. Scott Messina, who has hit his spoon on his bowl multiple times, thinking that we yep. wouldn't hear it. Get on the damn Zoom, Scott, so I could see you as I'm looking at him in his rocking chair, all wrapped up nice <laughs> in his blankie. Now, don't That's forget lady. to download, subscribe, and follow Baptrix Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. That's right. Anywhere.
2: I hope the doggy has it in his new pre-owned car that he's made a big point of going out to
1: get this week. Yes, his pre-owned Won't buy Wait a second. Won't buy Wait a minute. Mad Dog Chris Russo, the multi, multi millionaire. Now everybody knows exactly what he makes because he went on Howard Stern's show and told the world that he makes 10 grand an episode episode. on first take. One show. (laughs) One show. He's driving a pre owned car? Worse than that, he's driving a 13,
2: 14 year old Lexus with probably 200,000 miles. Just died this week. Finally, it just died. It's done. It's over.
1: He was driving that old car <laughs> yes, for all yes, these years? Yes. Never wanted to get a new one? No, he kept getting it fixed. <laughs> this guy really is the, he's an eccentric millionaire, is what he it, is. He's it, driving around. In his... That's the best way to describe it. Driving
2: I would around. think that that car was not very well received in New
1: Canaan or at Shorehaven. Well, the Lexus part, right? <laughs> it doesn't even look like a Lexus at this point. Still has the Lexus logo on the back, maybe. I, think. But when he pulls I don't know in, if it does. When he pulls in, he's dropping all the oil all over the parking spot. <laughs> he must be pissed off. Huh? Here comes Russo. Get the sand. We got to cover <laughs> up the all sand. the oil dropping. I can't believe this guy just won't get a car. So the doggy treated himself to a brand new... Pre-owned car. <laughs> I guess brand new and pre-owned don't work. But even then, like, why not just get a brand new car? It makes no, no. sense that he drove. No. Why he's, not? He's, you don't have to go out and buy a Bentley.
2: You don't have to spend, you know, 300 grand on a car. I go, treat yourself to a nice <laughs> $65,000, 70000 car and, goddamn it, pay cash for it. Dude, every couple at me. years. He laughed at he sh-
1: me. No, nah, let's go pre-owned.
2: No, pre-owned I'm is the way I'm to go, go. Get a used car because if I get a new car and someone scratches it, it's going to upset me. That was his rationale.
1: But if he gets a
2: scratch on his new car, he could buy a new car. But a scratch on a pre-owned doesn't bother you, but a scratch on a
1: new car does. I don't right. get that. It was a brand ahead. new. <laughs> what? Now I like the thought of dog could break down at any time. I mean, he before did break this. down at any time. When he called me, his driver was coming to get him in the parking lot. The guy is a driver. He has enough money to have a driver, (laughs) but yet he's breaking down like he's driving... His first car, like, you know, my mom let me drive yes. her Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme or Cutlass Sierra. Oh, yeah. And the thing, oh, I seized the engine Those because the oil nice. light wasn't working. And so it just stopped in the middle of Central Avenue in Yonkers. And I had to have somebody Cuts. help me out and push the car. Imagine that. The car in front of you was broken down. And you're honking the horn. Chris and Chris out Russo. comes Mandel Chris Russo. Like, hey, dude, you don't have enough money for AAA? I got to help Hello you there, out here. You get a br- hey, that, And listen, give me a little <laughs> help here. Um... Listen, this car is a clunker, but it doesn't have a scratch. So we're going pre-owned today. Can I get a jump? It's amazing how Dog 2 is off at the beginning of this week. Smart. I mean, how are you not on after the Home Run Derby, though? I mean, he loves. Why would you, why would you want to be on after something you're not going to watch?
2: <laughs> why would you, you, why he... would you want to do that? He would never watch that. Never. We've been at the Home Run Derby, and he
1: makes a point to leave. Listen, I'm not into the fun <laughs> events. I thought it was pretty good. I, you know, I'm it's watching okay,
2: it with my son. T- tedious is the only way to describe it. How be many better, home runs can we watch?
1: But it's actually better than the slam dunk contest. They it's still more do entertaining. that?
2: Yeah, they still do that.
1: It It's actually better than the three-point it's,
2: contest. It's whatever. It's whatever. I, I I don't want to debate this because it's stupid. they they just... <laughs> I hate it. You don't have I to hate, debate. I hate it. I
1: hate it. Your opinion is your opinion. You know We don't have to debate it. I don't debate. want to debate it. I don't debate it. I don't
2: debate <laughs> it. I, I, I was. I was at one home run derby, which was amazing. It was the Bryce Harper last year in Washington. Let's so see, you know now he's that leaving. Sounds cool. You know he's leaving. He's way down in the derby, and he comes back to win it. That was pretty cool.
1: Let's see if there's but outside of that very rare <laughs> circumstance. It's pretty boring. Come on. We recapped it on Morning Man with <laughs> Evan Cohen, and you tell me if anything I say is interesting to you. Let's find out. Okay. Let's debate. Home run derby was fun last <laughs> night. I mean, it was some, some really good moments. I did bet Juan Soto to win the derby, but I've, I but bet some bet of the all other all? bets that um, I lost all? money. Uh, I, I was bothered all. by, you Julio Rodriguez is amazing, and now he's going to be I a star. Right that. now, everybody knows his name. He <laughs> gets the 81 home runs in the derby. He's going to be the big thing, but put a hat on. You're the home run derby, put a hat on. Oh my god, you yeah. Are put right. a hat on. Oh my That's a hat god. On. That's right. Have a little That's respect right. for the game. <laughs> put, a <hat> <laughs>
0: put a hat on. Put a hat on. Put a hat on. My hat guy. Pete Alonzo is like guy. there's
1: only one met that I wish I had. I can't stand the Mets. I'm a Yankees fan. Uh, Pete Pete Alonzo's the man. He's the one. You don't want Scherzer or DeGrom? I wouldn't nah. you. Scherzer right the Scherzer baby. he's Crazy, he's got the two colored eyes thing going for him, but Pete Alonzo oh is man, like such a jock. He's like the Gronk of baseball. Yeah, he's so bizarre. He's like That's lifting weights during this yeah. thing during the home run derby He was lifting weights in between yeah, that and was at one point. He was like meditating Did you well, see that I, He had that, his yet? That closed. makes sense to me? That makes a more nut sense job than lifting. He's a nut job He was like overly breathing and everything so <laughs> you, you had that there were um, <laughs> some And a Ronald Acuna Jr. Was almost lit on fire by Major League Baseball's pyro team <laughs> as he walked on the stage So he almost became Kane, <laughs> which is a great imagine. He was lit on fire <laughs> that would have been the most memorable home run derby of all time. Jeez, <laughs> you know what? See, there were some interesting things. Pyro be was a dangerous. Jock. Pyro could a, be dangerous. Ask, ask James Hetfield of Metallica about it. Yeah, wasn't Michael Jackson lit on fire? Didn't yes, his he head was. Catch on fire during a Pepsi and commercial. Pepsi filming. commercial, right? Yep. And like, I'm pretty sure he kept That's dancing. A good point. I think he was trying to put the fire
2: out at that point, but
1: tomato, tomato. Anyway, you know, if you are lit on fire, you do what Michael. All right, Michael Jackson. You're on fire. Think about the Michael Jackson moonwalk, and you could get out of it. I also do some other weird stuff, like Ronald Acuña was on his phone during like Pete Alonso's thing, like texting? Well, even he's bored. Well, I was about to say that. <laughs> He's he bored with it. And I think Kyle Schwarber actually threw it to get Albert Pujols to the next round. And I, I was very disappointed to see Ken Griffey Jr., who was like the coolest athlete of all time, backwards hat with a giant camera. Like he was my father taking pictures awesome. of birds or I neighbors like that. that were changing. The biggest camera, like he was a photog in Times Square or one of these international reporters. There's Ken Griffey Jr., and I also didn't understand, like, if you're going to start a Derek Jeter documentary, why would you start that after the Home Run Derby? That never ends it in two hours. It's like, oh, 10 p.m. Derek Jeter. It's already 10:30. Now you sound like Chris. Home- you and like- actually just wow. sounding like Chris. If
2: you want to get eyeballs to the set, why? What are we doing? It's too late. Give me a chance to watch the damn thing, will you, please? <laughs> but they're marketing it hey, for 10 p.m. But Chris, wait a minute. There's on, it's on demand. You can watch it anytime you want. What's demand? the what?
1: I'm demanding to watch it right now on my television. Chris just turned into an old Jew. <laughs> hey, I'm Christopher Matthew Russo. <laughs> hey, 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 where's the matzo ball soup? Hey, give us a chance to read the damn Bible, will you please? <laughs> if you went to the Home Run Derby, would you bring a mitt, and you're sitting in the home run row? I'm not saying you're behind home plate.
3: The one Are home you bringing
1: run. your mitt? Yeah. For that, because ah, there's, there's an actual legit chance you're gonna get a ball. The home run derby
2: is really expensive to go to. By the way, thanks, Christopher Russo, for making me pay for my tickets. Anyway, so when I went, <laughs> I took my two boys. Wow, really? Oh, yeah. It cost me 1100 bucks for uh, for, Russo. For, the, for two tickets to the game. It's a package. And the home run derby.
1: I mean, well, he is struggling. Bucks. He drives a two thousand nine on Lexus.
2: 1100 bu- That was the A block of first take. Thank you, Chris. Anyway, so <laughs> was 1100 bucks for the tickets. We had really good seats. I did get really good seats. I bought them through Major League Baseball. I set an axe to the great Rich Eisen. Anyway. <laughs> If I had my hey Rich, I'm a after. big fan of your podcast, Rich.
1: Rich, you did a great job. Can I text you? <laughs> hey Rich, I love you on Edible Now. I love it. You know I'm I gonna text you that. tomorrow. I'll
2: text you. I'll tell you how good it was. It was good. It was really good. I was into it. Uh. Thanks. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so you're in the moment. Bring your glove. I know it's a little corny. Show up with your glove. You Catch a ball. Yay. We
1: call it I ball. think so, too. <laughs> yeah. Fun. See, like I, I think it's actually a lot of fun. If you can catch a home run ball. And it was, you know, a woman that I mean, put a home fun. run ball. I'm not that maniac well, running around. The one who wrote a
2: book who tried to promote it on Sirius XM every week about all the – he goes to the stadium no. and he's getting –
1: uh, balls at yeah, every no, stadium. No, 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 no. That is Not a raging loser. loser. No, that that's like you know the Steve Bartmans of the world. That's a huge loser. I'm saying a home run derby is the only time you could bring a mitt or a glove, whatever you Correct. want to call it, into a ballpark. Other than I that, concur. you cannot. I concur. I concur. You cannot unless you dress up like a full baseball player. Now, Steve Tory, uh, he actually was caught on camera wearing a judge robe. Isn't that unbelievable Ugh, that it was on television? He didn't tell us of all the great things that any foul has ever discovered. It was Bill Hoops to go, One who greats. was watching a Yankee game and goes, wait a minute, is that Steve Torrey with his this mouth aghast, wearing a robe in the judge's chamber? Steve Torrey was never going to tell us. That's where he got his name. And here is Mr. Baseball on the state of the game. Since we're at the halfway point, that's what you do in sports radio. Mando Dilly. Oh, yep.
3: We're always yep. loaded with storylines. We're loaded on a day-in, day-out basis. I don't care what time of year it is, and honestly, baseball—you know—does have a ton going on right now. There's, mm. there's, there's, plenty to get into. I think baseball does have some juice right now because I'm telling you, I could go back and find a recording of a show I did last year, or a show that Mad Dog did on his program, or Adam Playstyle. Shine, or whatever it is, yeah, or maybe Playstyle. it was the year before, or the year what about before morning, that. <laughs> And you know when we get to the All Star Game, Tori burned the spent Plenty of time and taking an enormous <laughs> amount of phone calls over those programs and over the years. Enormous amount. Do I don't know about shortly that. Shortly, as the lines open up here at Triple Eight Mad Dog Six. But I Maybe I film cool. shows around the All Star Break, next? where all we do is the annual, you know, that State of the Game address and do how the stinks, and how we need to improve it. With a pace of play, or how the sport doesn't properly market its young stars enough, or how the younger generation isn't interested and is checked out, or how the games start too late during the postseason, oh, or that how it's is a either lot. A, you know a strikeout or a home run—do you like which baseball? It's been an issue the past few years, or how it's <laughs> too analytically driven. What? And all we do is complain. And you know what? He, just, he might be just justified like in doing so. He just complained about it as Chris's much as I love Wednesday the sport. show. <laughs> Um, All right, there's Steve Torrey, bad dog. Specifically oh, geez, about I'm the All Star game, the complaints pour in and how there's oh, nothing yeah. on the line anymore for these guys back in the 50s and the 60s like and the 70s. Steve. It meant something to the players who badly mm. wanted to win and proudly represent their respective leagues. Um, now, I, you know, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I was seven years old in 1971 oh. when the game was held in Detroit when Reggie <laughs> Jackson played for <laughs> Oakland facing the Pirates. Doc <laughs> Ellis launched a ball on the <laughs> rooftop of the <laughs> old Tiger Stadium that hit a Transformer. It ain't a
1: Transformer. I saw that movie. I didn't realize Reggie Jackson was in it. I just love the uh, the game's in a good spot. Well, wait a minute. How can the game be in a good spot when
2: Christopher Mad Dog Russo, on his last appearance of First Take, did five teams? There's five teams right now that can win a World Series. Okay, but I'll tell you why it's a good spot.
1: Because the Yankees are on the list. Yes.
2: Yankees, and that's Mets, Astros, yep. the Dodgers, and can anyone name the sixth? Anyone?
3: Uh, uh, no. No. <laughs> you guys are good couple of
1: baseball guys here. The Braves. The Braves. All right. But see, this is why it's in a good spot. Because you just mentioned the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers. <laughs> so that makes it good? Actually, yes. It's intriguing not only across the world. Everybody hates the Yankees or they love the Yankees. The sport, I think, for the first time in a long time, is in a good spot. There's some juiciness going on. Maybe it's just like Yankees juiciness. and baseball is so localized and so it's like, oh boy, man, you're they just feeling it. it? Is, they do say it's a regional sport. But Tori, if you're gonna talk about the good of the game, maybe you don't have a laundry list of all the bad stuff to remind everyone. Let's say I go up to my wife and I was like, <laughs> Honey, you're beautiful and I'll tell you what. You know, you're you're no longer ugly. You no longer have that lazy eye. Well, I mean, you used to not be able to cook. I mean, you kind of actually still don't know how to cook. I mean, you're still yelling at me all the time. You got a love handler, too. And you got a, a heavy left foot. But you're beautiful. <laughs> a heavy left foot. <laughs> <laughs> What? She's a club foot. She's, She's club a club, foot. She's, club She's a foot. foot. She's a club foot. You, you could always hear her coming. You could always hear her coming. <laughs> and you're also a psychopath. But I love you, though, honey. I love you. I mean, that's Torwood baseball. I love the sports. It's in a great shape. But, I mean, we could talk about all the things that are wrong with it. And let me just it's go through 15 of them. He, really, good he really is. Really good Steve Torrey, door-to-door salesman.
2: I mean, this, this product might cause cancer. Uh, I mean, it could. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's a very good product. Would you want to buy it? Uh, no, I don't want to put anything in my house
1: that may cause cancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's his lead. He rings that doorbell. The answer is
2: like, I want to be your asbestos salesman.
1: <laughs> we could do latex, but, you know, why would we? Listen, I have a great product. Multiple people have died from Space it. Space age. But, you know, they told me not to mention that. I think I did anyway. I don't know where, where to go now, but it doesn't work, and it could cause harm and death. What do you think?
2: Are you familiar with mesophilioma?
1: <laughs> That's his story. I'm selling a fan. Blows all the air. Now,
2: I should I mean, warn could you. Could get your hand amputated if you get too close to it,
1: but uh, it does uh, work. It's pretty dangerous. He actually shows up bleeding all with his arm all bandaged up, and he's selling a blender. Now, now listen, I was making a smoothie the other day, and don't mind my... I actually have only four <laughs> fingers left. I lost a finger, but don't mind that. Oh, geez, am I dripping blood on your carpet? Uh, I think you should buy this. <laughs> <What is that? laughs> all right, as we always know on um, Mad Dog Sports Radio, there's a gap. Mind the gap. During the closing of one hour and the beginning of the next hour, there's like a little gap where you don't hear any promos or any commercials, and you just hear whatever the host is saying. Scott, let's hear what happened this week. A morning man in a commercial.
0: Tune in all week for the latest news and updates. Brought to you by Hyundai. It's your journey. I don't
1: want to fucking eat. <laughs> wow, that was I don't know, Ooh. I was talking about whole wheat bagels uh, that I did not want to eat. So, um there's that which isn't as bad as the one that happened about a year ago. Listen to this.
3: Holiday Traditions, now through Christmas on Channel 71 and always on the SXM app where you can also hear over 14 other original holiday channels. Bad year a blow. <laughs>
2: Where'd you find that? Because I
0: gave that to you.
1: <laughs> that was you. That wasn't a year ago. That was during Christmas time. That was and amazing. so such a such a special uh, you know holiday spot there where it's going to get great. people going. And I said bad year a blow, but I'll tell you, I was probably in the best shape of my life. Anyway,
2: oh, we got a lot more to Please get sp- to right if here. Spend on that much time on your knees, of course, you're going to be in great shape.
1: <laughs> hey, Albany, tough life, school of hard knocks. <laughs> oh, we got a lot more to get to right here on Babich's <laughs> morning after. Is we're going to talk about dolls. The Sopranos and being casual. The three- That's all that's what it is. That's all coming (laughs) up next right here on
0: Babchick's Morning After. The best meets the worst. The best stories from the week, recapped by the worst host on the channel. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes, yeah. so welcome back
1: to Babchik's Morning After. Right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio Series XM Channel 82 as we recap the week that was with my friends Eddie Erickson and then there's Scotty Messina, the producer of Morning Men and Babchik's Morning After for now. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchik's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I
2: do mean anywhere. Even on your knees in Albany. <laughs>
1: Yes! Yes! (laughs) You know, Eddie sent me a story this week that uh, blew my mind. As a husband and wife decided to spice things up in the bedroom and try to save their marriage, as the husband wanted it way more than the wife, and they decided to get a sex doll that she only agreed to, the wife, because she looked exactly like her. The sex doll looks just like the wife. And as you said to me, Eddie, you were like, would you want two Bethanys? I mean, you got one. I mean, wouldn't you want different... I don't want two Jackies, no offense.
2: I've had Jackie one. <laughs> yeah. I the opposite at this point. He, of course. Can you imagine your wife showed up and she's all excited for you? Honey, I got us a, you know, we're really going to spice things up. We're going to bring another woman into the bedroom. Oh, yeah, hold on. First, she's made of latex. Secondly, she looks
1: just like me. Wow! Great, thanks. <laughs> I, I don't need that. And how realistic is it? Do they have my wife's teeth? I mean, can we make a change? <laughs> I mean, I what are we doing? I want a bigger ass. I want bigger boobs. I want. Yeah. I want blonde hair. You know, because I'm. I have a brunette right of now. Of course, I have a I'm, blonde.
2: I'd like a brunette, perhaps an auburn
1: colored gal. This,
2: this is Jeez. horrible. And, you, and the guy, and the poor guy. Imagine the poor sap that has to agree to that.
1: Thanks, dear. Yeah, thanks. I'm so really like, I mean. So he gets into a fight with his wife, and he's like, oh, I'm so pissed off, I, but, but I'm Go still warning the And then you're beating up a doll I mean, while you're <laughs> fooling around with it. You're so freaking angry. It's like, I don't oh, want to look God. at her face. You're going to have to do that
2: Mad Dog this style. Is, this is the type of woman who also, if she's doing that, there's probably rules with the doll, too. Because, you know, there's rules in real yeah. threesomes. You're not allowed to spend too much time with the third party. Right. All that. Right. You can't do it without the other person involved. So when she comes home and he's, he doesn't hear her and he's got his virtual goggles on and he's on top of a latex doll,
1: <laughs>
4: uh, oh she honey. divorces
1: him. <laughs> you know what? You just predicted the next headline. The next headline will be, guy leaves this woman for real doll who <laughs> looks doll. just like her. They're definitely going to break up. Uh, this guy's going to stick with the doll because, yeah, he, he's going to choose the doll over her. But, like, they're going out. They're driving around town. They're having a good time. They're now These a couple. of so. the, the only thing that doll is good for, the HOV lane. That's it. After that, that's we're it. done. We're Get done. to the Dodgers game. That's it. <laughs> threesomes only work with celebrities. And, like, the two girls aren't really even with the guy. You know, they're just doing it for that one night. Unless you pay for the corn on the cob with both women, threesomes don't work. I mean, if you're a guy and you're fortunate enough to be involved in a
2: threesome, and say you're a guy that's been with the same woman for a long time, you're telling me you're not going to spend a little more time with the new girl. <laughs> it's really like good. If you, I mean, like if you eat chicken parm every day, right? Every mm. day of your life, you've had chicken parm. You love chicken yeah. parm. Who doesn't love chicken parm? But then all of a sudden, you taste an incredible meatball. Oh uh, yeah. Are you going to spend more time eating that meatball, or are what you going to just keep it? eating the chicken parm? Uh, you're you're not. You want. You're going to. You're going to. You, because yeah. you can have chicken parm every day. You're going to want to get some of that meatball.
1: Oh, God. I'd actually rather meatball than Bethany. I'd rather meatball barm. (laughs) I mean, that just sounds more delicious. The threesomes never Uh, work. And, like, you know, if you ask me, I actually had two threesomes. The problem was both of them were with (laughs) two dudes and a girl. (laughs) And one, it ended so quick for me, I ended up just watching one of these guys on the elliptical machine. Back and forth, back and forth. I remember the quote, though. as They thought I left the hotel room, but I was still there. And the quote was, oh, jeez. Oh, no. Uh, Now I don't know where it ended up. So he's trying to see his work. Mandel Chris Russo actually talked about me and Willie Cologne spending well, time on the, threesomes. Willie had the best threesome where a friend of his tried to slip in the room and just watch.
2: That was great. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Willie did tell that story. He thought he, he thought he could just blend into the the, the room and no one notice him. Hey, Marvin,
1: we see you. I think it was Marvin was the guy's name. We we're right what there, the, man. One of the great stories
4: ever. Oh, uh, that was great. Mando Chris Russo really enjoyed that story. Good show today with Mike Babcheck and Willie Colon. We learned all a lot uh, learned learned everything we needed to know about the two of them with threesomes and what have you. Willie and Mike. No Evan today. Uh I don't think they talked about Tiger or they didn't break down the Orioles winning streak, but uh, they we all learned about Babcheck's eating habits, his uh toiletry scenarios and now uh, the threesome stand some and Willie chimed in so uh, that was a wonderful program that was put together this morning uh, uh the world wants guy talk out of mike babcheck and company anyway wow well, he's a big fan of that show wow. he, he was a he <laughs> oh, was a yeah. big big fan all right now
1: mad dog though he did start a show this past week that really i think bothered eddie erickson let's hear oh. it as we go a little behind the scenes on Mad Dog Unleashed with Christopher Mad Dog Russo.
4: Eddie is uh, very annoyed today because he wants the Sopranos uh, to become Lucille Ball and he can't understand why Tony Sirico's obit is not yes. on the front page of the New Way York Times. And man. it is not. I can't find it anywhere. And he's annoyed by that because the Sopranos he got a love affair with and he wants the Sopranos to be classified just with Carol this. O'Connor just and Jerry Seinfeld my, my and Alan Alder boils. and Lucille Ball and it's just not going to be on that level. Now, Ball okay. is the hell out of him. We had a big okay. fight Okay. An hour ago, just hearing
2: that again, I, my, my blood is boiling <laughs> It's, just boiling.
4: it's just, almost it's the worst just, take I've ever heard by
2: dog. It's just so stupid and you know he's got the mic, so you, there's no there's no rebuttal. He just sits there and spews this really dumb, uninformed information. It's so funny because he named Carol O'Connor and of all the iconic actors. Carol O'Connor, and you've seen James Gandolfini's name put in that sentence many a time. Never saw Jerry Seinfeld's name put in there, by the way. So (laughs) so he doesn't even know how to get his genres right. This was just a dumb take. We had probably, I've, I've known Chris for 17, 18 years. I've worked with him for 10 or so of those, maybe more. This was a top five worst fight we've ever had. And it was about the Sopranos. It was <laughs> unbelievable how bad this fight was.
1: You obviously dug in, but, you know, this well, guy dug is wrong. In. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> where it wrong. started. It, it, it
2: started because I wanted to get a Soprano spot on. I mistakenly thought he was into the Sopranos more than he is. My mistake. Right. Okay, my mistake. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry. I, apparently, I'm a groupie because I've seen it more than once. Sorry, Chris. He's seen the Lombardi documentary more than once. I guess he's a Lombardi groupie. Right, right. Lowell cat yes, yes. yes, I've seen The Sopranos more than once. Kill me. It's been in circulation for now that's 20 great. years. More than that. So we got into a big fight because I was going to put Steve Sharippa on as a guest. Wasn't available. Long story short, passing oh, to Tony Sirico. Man. I thought and it would Paulie be a nice Walnuts. Yeah, Walnuts. But the show, he just won't give it its due in terms of where it is, its impact on oh television. He just cheats all that's just over it.
1: You know, you want to say it's not one of the like the greatest dramas of all time? All right, fine, but you can't argue that it's top five. Of course, historically, it was renowned and famed for a reason and won so many awards, and people talk about it to this day because it's one of the great all-time shows and one of the shows you have to see. Sorry, it's not All in the Family or MASH or his top five list. I love how we're like they're all like, I love Lucy. Everything's from like 1970 oh or before. God. I mean, it's, man, it's oh man, Sopranos. So and he threw yeah. Seinfeld in there, by
2: the way, because he just knew he had to. The worst part is he takes, the arguments I use against them and the information I give him that he tries to use it against me. He had no idea what the finale of Seinfeld did before I told him. He had no idea what the number one TV show in 2000 was. Never had a clue. (laughs) ER, he started pulling out ER all of a sudden. Gee, I wonder where that ER. came from. That came from the fight I had with him earlier. Then he takes that information and he tries to use it against me. Dominique Foxworth said something really great last week on first take. He was sitting in Stephen A. Smith's chair. He said to Chris, you're impossible to debate because your criteria just keeps moving. The goalpost just keeps moving throughout the debate. And that's he, he nailed it. I've never been able to really... Figure out exactly why you can't debate this guy, but he summed mm-hmm. it up perfectly. You can't debate a guy who keeps changing the rules mid-game. You can't. Yeah, he, his criteria yeah. Yeah. keeps moving. First, it was total viewers. Then it was the criteria of great actors. But then it was, well, this is a cable show. It's different than
1: network TV. Then it became they were allowed to use profanity. Which one is it, Chris? Well, what is gotta it? Mov- you got to keep moving the goalposts. He's never Stick wrong. Stick and move. He's always right. So it's <laughs> like if he starts to be wrong, well, let's just change the topic. That's an impossible way to it's actually try to debate, way to debate for you. <laughs>
2: for, for or anybody. anybody going against him. You know you're in trouble when he does this because he's getting punched, right? He's taking body blows. Mm. He's about to lose. And he goes, well, let me ask you this. He stopped you. <laughs> Right there. Let me ask you this. Which one had more viewers?
1: oh then you dude. just sit there and go. Oh, <laughs> I, I, get it, Chris, about
2: that. I get it, Chris. MASH had
1: hundred and four million people watch it when there were was three op- channels. It was only five. I was going to say five. Right, you that know, was before the days of uh, the UPN and WB. And so, you know, of course, well, those, those are going to be channels, better. By the way, just rebranded. So <laughs> Nine let's and just 11. forget that you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> <Dumbass>. <laughs> but how many people know the Howard Stern Show on
2: Channel Nine? His other big argument was: this was my favorite. A caller brought up the Honeymooners, which everyone universally puts as one of the great shows ever. Chris yeah. says only thirty-nine episodes can't be great. So wait a minute, because Garrick's career was cut short. He can't be great? Ha-ha! <laughs> Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. That's what I should have that... done. So, okay, so this is the Terrell Davis argument. Okay, we get it. Let's just move on. Would you rather be great for 10 years or really good for 20? We should throw it to Steve Torrey. Steve, what do you think?
1: Well, I could see why you would do that. I mean, 30 years seems like a long time. But then again, maybe it's better the other way. Um, you know, you could be great <laughs> for a short period of time. I felt I was on the Sunday <laughs> drive and I ten ten wins. But yet, I've had a long career. I don't know how great it's been, you know, since getting to Mad Dog Deli. So it's now Bobby Bacala. Now, Bobby Bacala would have been a great guest. To me, no. the best line in Sopranos history was Tony looking over at Bobby Bacala and saying, I bet you I get this line wrong, Eddie, so you'll know, right, brace let yourself. Me, but let's see. Give it to me. Have you ever heard of a salad? It's somewhere along that line. I'm pretty close. Yeah, it's I'm pretty, pretty close. close. That line it, it, made me laugh so damn hard. But Oh, no, wait a, a minute. Comedy. It's
2: regional. It's regional, too, by the way. That was his other Oh, argument. it's regional. Yeah. Nobody in the middle of the country watched it. That's what I was.
1: <laughs> so Goodfellas didn't work. Nope. And Godfather didn't work,
2: huh? I guess it's Dallas, just- you know, when they shot J.R. back and This is a show that Dahl could relate to in the 80s was the highest rated show. Why would a guy in New York relate to a rancher in Dallas, Texas? I don't understand. <laughs> but people seem to watch it. okay?
1: Because, you know, the signs on the highway during the open. You're familiar <laughs> with that. He actually which- me.
2: He actually said, "Do you think the listen? Do you think the guy in Laramie is a oh, Monday morning talking about the Sopranos?
1: No way." <laughs>
0: He Psycho. did, man. So stupid.
1: You to, hey, unless you were in traffic on that highway, which, by the way, they sped through. <laughs> they were going so fast during that thing. I mean, there would have been a lot more tra- It's not realistic. Imagine he said, like, hey, I can't watch The Sopranos because, you know, the travel during the open isn't realistic. There would have been at least three or four car accidents and an hour. It, they would be sitting there forever. And you're speeding literal, through. Literal. Literal, literal. The dog. That's dog for you. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Does this make you want to watch The Sopranos more and love it more? Or Now every time you watch The Sopranos, you're going to think about him.
2: I can't stand when someone just won't admit that, okay, maybe that's a good point, or I'm not seeing it that way. He would not budge on anything, and that's infuriating because it's just not right. (laughs) And I don't get into a lot of these debates with him, but now he's stepped into my world, television, pop culture, things that I know, things that I've actually read about, what people as a consensus think. This is not debating Babe Ruth as the greatest hitter of all time. I'll I'll give that to one to you, Chris. You don't want to fight that. That's just the narcissist, though. I right, that's things all right, right. even yeah. they don't know about, and they'll still fight
1: with you and tell you you're wrong. When you talk to Mantle, Chris Russo, you're never going to win. And if you ever do get the ah, you know, listen, uh, you did a good job there, good, your boy. Um, you know, I love you. You know, I love you like a son. That is the closest thing to him saying you just won the argument. Yeah, because he just had enough. That
2: is. It doesn't happen until the next day or a day later. <laughs> the
1: next day, of course. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're all fired gonna up. You're never going to get it in real time. You're never no. going to get it. Now, morning man this week with uh, Evan Cohen. Willie Cologne was off. We talked about a big party I went to over the weekend. They wrote on this invite. So this was my cousin's daughter was having an engagement party, you know, one year out. Uh, they're throwing it at some huge house in Connecticut, some friend, and they love green. The theme was green. Everybody had to wear green. <sighs> That's her favorite color and casual. So we were told to dress casual and wear green. And so I said to Beth, you sure casual means like what I'm thinking? Because I'll wear a Jets jersey and gym shorts. And she's like, no one's going to look at you anyway. And somebody even wrote on this like Evite, hey, can I wear a Jets jersey? It's the only green thing I have. And Beth told me that. So I'm like, all right, cool. Then we got in the car and she's like, you know, they never actually answered that question though, right? And I was like, well, so you're saying I can't? She's like, you are such a loser. You're going to be so out of place. She was wearing a green dress. Joey wore a Jets jersey. I was wearing a Jets jersey and my gym shorts. And I was like, "Nah, that's casual, man. What's going to happen?" This you is wore a this Jets is... jersey and gym shorts to a, an engagement party. Engagement party. The second we walk this long driveway, the second I'm walking up the driveway, it's so long to get to. There's somebody waiting with champagne and a signature drink. So they hired oh
5: my like caterers,
1: so I'm like, "Oh my god." And so then I asked, I'm like, "Beth, I this is this. what the hell? I guarantee I'm going to walk in here I'm wearing gym shorts! And no underwear! <laughs> Did I mention that? <laughs> no underwear, I keep it free. And when I went to the cocktail waitress, I'm like, so is this going to be alright? And she goes, I don't know. And I'm like, oh no, and then the second I like walked in and turned the corner, there was my cousin Rich who was like, Oh wow! Look at that! Only you would wear that! Everybody was wearing khaki pants, oh, dred- button-down oh dress-up God. shirts, collars, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And there was a there was a photographer. <laughs> there was catering. It was like a mini wedding in the backyard of this beautiful mansion. There was like M and M's that had congratulations, everybody, and so much money was spent. And I'm walking in to the point where, like, when you walked in, everybody had to get a family photo with the with the soon-to-be bride and groom. They passed our family. They're like, "We're gonna we're gonna pass on the bab checks. We don't need oh you my in a, in a God. picture." And I said, can't you just Photoshop me? So then later at the end, I was like, really, you're not going to take a picture of us? So like, fine, but you have to stand in the back. So there's one picture of me, so you don't see my shorts or my Jet jersey. They said casual. But casual to the, to the wealthy is a little different than the casual what, in my casual
0: mind. Casual would not indicate <laughs> a Jets jersey and gym shorts, you moron. John Abraham
1: jersey? Well, that was interesting, too, because a lot of people get to me and goes, hey, Jonathan Vilma, big fan. I'm like, no, this is actually John Abraham, number 56 he wore for, like, one season or maybe for a game, and then it went on sale, the jersey. So I got it for 10 bucks. And then my cousin Rich heard that story and goes, Babchick, he's of low means. He's of low means. So now I'm getting shamed. My family does love me, and I am who I am. When you invite me to a party, I'm going to be me. And I don't think anybody in that place had a problem with me wearing that outfit. And I think my wife did set me up. She knew exactly what I was walking into. Well,
2: anything outdoors, all bets are off immediately. Especially in the summer. Yeah, then it asking me to wear something specific color wise if I don't yeah. own that. Now I'm expect now I'm out of pocket because I have to dress for your dumb party. No thanks. <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get what I have. You wore your jet jersey, I would have worn my luck of the drunkenness t shirt.
1: Because that's the only thing I have that's green. I swear to God. I have, like, a Kiss Me on Irish type of shirt. I guess I could have wore that. Uh, I'm sorry. But-
2: my, my, and my, my Burberry bathing suit was in, the, was in the wash that day, so I couldn't impress with that. <laughs> like, if I put that party in my backyard, okay, where yeah. I have nice pavers and then I have no grass, where they put the tractor yeah, in to too. put the pavers in, I have no grass. <laughs> Are you still held to that standard? See, I think you were caught up with the mansion. The fact that it was at a mansion, that makes it a big deal. <laughs> Right? Mansion The a mansion It's at a man- mansion You went to outlet, a mansion I brought okay, my fancy so to, to a mansion, mansion. I got up to dress fancy for the mansion It was mansion. outside Come on man <laughs> This
1: is stupid
2: What do yeah, I, mean, I mean, care what you're wearing? Did that yeah, bring I down mean, the
1: whole mood of the party? No way My cousin was into it I mean, I mean I'm mean, not life of the party I mean I get down. the only one play- Hey let's go play some cornhole Let's go have some drinks Is that a beer pong? They all know what fun. they were getting
2: into fun. They're having fun With a fun know, punch fun We're not fun guys
1: we can't have fun I, in a mansion. There were guys wearing all these khaki pants. You know how hot they were? My oh, cousin, was, my God cousin God. kept looking at me. He was sweating galore. I said, you know, we need to get you Patrick Ewing's towel. You know, that guy sweat more than anybody. <laughs> and I was like, "And he's like, I wish I was wearing a T-shirt and shorts like that. And I was the only one who went swimming with my bathing suit. And that's I was amazing. eating low in a pool. I mean, you have to have some fun in life. I will wear what I want to wear to these things. And that's it. That. I'm not dressing for the zip code. It's, it's a nice outdoor celebration.
2: It's hot, too. You want to be comfortable. Right. right? We have very few days of summer. I'm not going (laughs) to give one up for someone's dopey engagement party because they decided to have it at a mansion in the middle of summer.
1: No documentaries in the summer. You don't have time to watch it. And every single summer weekend, there should be a day where you get trashed and you spend time in the sun. Willie Colon was off that day and saw the picture of me with my Jets jersey and my Nike Air Force Ones. That looks like I was one of the landscapers for this place. Stepping on the back of the carpet. And he wrote, hey, man, you look like a make-a-wish kid. <laughs> you got to be better. You know what casual means. You look like you're at an autograph signing.
2: <laughs> <So> they- <laughs> well, that's not true. Casual could mean a lot of things.
1: If you knew you were going to an engagement party at a very nice house, if they didn't mention casual, what would you have worn? No, I would wear a Bricks and Hops t-shirt. That's Willie Colon's bar. It fits so me really if, nice. So if, if I if I had an engagement party and I invited you to like a nice restaurant, no, nice you restaurants you different. different. A different. I, said, Scott, I said, you're mad outdoor. dog. He's mad, mad dog. You're mad dog. You're mad don't dog. Change, you're don't changing move the goalposts. You're changing the argument. Well, let me ask you this: it's I did still not still say it's still it. a if, nice venue, a nice
2: Scott,
3: setting. Scott, if, if it's in a restaurant,
1: if you in went to a wedding outdoors, would you wear a freaking t-shirt? Different. That's a wedding. Wedding. Mad dog. This is an engagement party. It's a nice
2: occasion.
1: You're so mad dog it no. was a party casual in a backyard as opposed to a restaurant and wear a college shirt and a wedding and wearing a suit you know no matter what i don't care if you're outdoors you're in honolulu with the big waves that are coming in destroying weddings because the waves are over over the property that's not that
2: by the way if you have a wedding yes. outdoors in the summer you should also be shot it's, <laughs> it's i mean to, to ask people to put in a suit and tie and dress it's not up, right it's just it's not, not right. right. That's why I appreciate the people that have it on the beach casual. Shorts, T-shirts, Hawaiian. T- that I like. Don't, don't have a wedding in your backyard and then yep, expect yep. me to show up in a suit and tie.
1: Yeah. You're, and you're, no underwear. You're, seriously, you're an animal if you do that. And I don't care if it's in a mansion Even or Even a mansion. Any party in my house, you wear whatever the hell you want, and if you want to come without any clothes, you're free to as well. Except for you, Scotty. I don't want to see that thing. All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Babchick's Morning After. We're going to talk about cheating, weddings, and bad jokes. That's all coming
0: up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Time to hear the best audio of the week. According to Babchick, if Babs isn't in it, I'll be shocked because, you know, Babs picked it. This is Babchick's Morning After.
1: Ah, yes. So Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. Right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Series XM. Channel 82 as we recap the week that was with my friends Eddie Erickson. That's right, Eddie Erickson. And then there's Scotty Messina, the producer of Morning Man and Babchick's Morning After. For now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After. Radio, anywhere you get your podcast. That's right. Do it. Send me a screenshot on the Twitter app, Babchick. Show me that you have now downloaded this podcast podcast anywhere you get your podcasts.
2: Anywhere. Even when you've uh, broken into someone's house and just decided to live there?
1: Yeah, I, I believe they call that frogging. No, At least that's I call what that frogging that... and
2: entering. It's a felony.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the New York Post, they try to get so creative, they reported a story about a couple that came home from vacation, and when they got back home, there was a man living in their house, and they're like, this is a classic case of frogging. Because, you know, a frog jumps from, like, pod to pod. But why I think, we, Eddie, you're right. It's just a criminal act. Why are we
2: trying to put fancy terminology on criminal elements? Like, if I come home and there's someone in my house, I mean, I don't want to say what I want to do, but there'll be a baseball bat involved with it. Isn't
1: that called robbery?
2: You're, you're breaking no. and entering. No, that's you're called. in my home called, illegally.
1: That's called shagging. Shagging. You killed someone oh. with a bat. So it's now called, We have got to think is? of a new name, swinging the ball, batting practice, shagging. No, it's murder. And this guy was a criminal who was I mean, robbing. A robber. It's breaking no, every- and entering. No, everything needs a hashtag. The New York Post also reported about some relationship news. Tristan Thompson, you know, this is a big sports story, who uh, he's going to have another baby with Khloe Kardashian, this time Smart. with a surrogate. So they're still together. So Tristan Thompson has cheated on her how many damn times and she still hasn't left? Lost track. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 18 There it is 18 times. Wow. So Tristan Thompson you know, that's a lot of cheating. That's a lot times. of cheating. That really is a lot of cheating. Is this sperm right. Is this sperm really that special though? I'm sure that my wife would rather sign up for a kid who's 6 foot 4 well, and could well, play no basketball. Offense, the Kardashians seem to do all the athletes. Is that's is that where you're going? Is that a jenner no, Kardashian she, athlete she, joke? She,
2: her genre is NBA. But there's a big yeah. pool there.
1: <laughs> Maybe she wants the kids to have the same Biological father. father. I mean, who is your daddy and what does he do? What
2: does he uh, do? There's always
1: the... <laughs> My son looked at me at a diner this week and he's like, hey, dad, you were born on the highway because that's where accidents happen. And I was like, son. Oh, he got he... the
2: totally tasteless joke
1: book. Good for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like going around <laughs> camp with jokes. And I was like, and that's like the bad joke of camp. And I said, son, you were an accident. So that kind of backfired. Legitimately. <laughs> I know. Did you break the? I mean, news it was to him? yeah. Well, he knows the story. I'm like, I was never going to be with mommy, but I am now because of you. So you're to blame. I put <laughs> kept <laughs> us together, and, and we then I decided like, nah. to have two more. So, like, dog, I realized I lost the argument. I was like, oh, that's a good job out of you. You know, I love you. You know, I love you like a son, Steve. I love you like a son. <laughs> now, Adam Shine, Shine on Sports, returned this week from vacation, and he was all fired up. Because he just always seems to be. Absolutely,
5: Slam Lauer in the ah. Two more to play with all oh, fired up. Golf been off the charts today. Great to be back with you after a wonderful vacation. First time mm. in Bermuda. I, I I think the the beaches are the sand is pink. I don't know. Katie wasn't convinced. What a beautiful place. I, it's only an hour and. And thirty-minute flight. I mean, I feel like dog. I, I do you can get to JFK, and I i been at an hour thirty. And oh. It's quicker from uh, JFK to Bermuda than it is if you're <laughs> driving to Montauk. So, you know, I get what haven't the been before. Well, yeah. BKJ's impression of I thought that was it all it right. It was bad, I Eddie. Eddie. No, so, great right being it, back in the saddle, the, the, the saddle, the, the nonstop to start the, the show. Content, yeah. Just destroying the, the Red Sox this weekend. No surprise. Yeah. Red Sox, <laughs> 16 and a half games behind the Yankees. Oh, how sweet is that? They've lost six of seven. The Red Sox couldn't win a series against (laughs) an American League East team in the first half of the season. That is embarrassing. That is pathetic. That is nightmarish. That is a disgrace. That is a joke. Five? That that's Red Sox baseball.
1: Oh, All right, that's wow. five adjectives. Usually, wow, shine that's a new three. Yeah, it's a new record. Um, shine shine three is usually you know where he gives three adjectives after a ramp, but since he was off for a week and he was working okay. on his Mad Dog Chris Russo impersonation, that's why he added two more. Banging calls. It's the bang bus with Adam Shine. We're banging calls. On a bus. Who's better than you? (laughs) He also said there, Eddie, uh, that he was a big rum guy now, so they're drinking the rum. Rum and Cokes, still a good drink. Don't let anyone shame you for drinking a rum, but keep it light. Make sure it's diet with extra rum. You know, this week I actually played golf with a lot of fouls. Fouls, uh, that's fans and
5: listeners of uh, Morning Men. And we had a big golf outing, and I was playing golf with all the fouls. That is embarrassing. That is pathetic. That is nightmarish. That is a disgrace. That is a joke.
1: Yeah, Shine, not a fan of me. Not a fan. I'm hanging Val, out golf with the Jeez. <laughs> not a wow. fan. You know that's to know. Tell us how you know. really feel, Shine. Come on. I know that's good to know. Now we had a theme this week on weddings, so we have to talk about one more. Joel Embiid. Was at a wedding this weekend. It went viral. He did the dance to the horror, which is Eddie's favorite song. Oh, Listen to us recap it on Morning Man with oh, Evan Cohen it. and Mike Babchick. You have Joel Embiid who was dancing. This shocked me, but he's actually taller than everybody there. I couldn't believe up it. Cut. You don't say. And so the, yeah, he, so and they actually lift up Joel Embiid in a chair with I think it was the bride. And at one point, he's got his hand on her boob. <laughs> Joel Embiid. <laughs> Now, is that the number one wedding song that gets you out of your seat and it goes, all
0: right, I got to go dance? First of all, at weddings, if you no, have a gets me wedding to leave band, the hall I don't care what city you're <laughs> in, where you are. A wedding band now will always perform Jay-Z and Beyonce, Crazy in Love. Like that's uh, to me that's the number one wedding band song that nope. they all perform cuz that's like the hey look we're nope. cool we're going you to allow you that? Know, all came out
2: like no, I gave him a strict playlist. Not to I don't go know off of it. Hora Seriously. doesn't
0: get me up at all. It just doesn't. Shout. If shout no, God please. no, shout.
1: I'm
2: going I'm back going to on da- s- I'm oh, going God,
0: for- you're that cheesy? Yeah. Like now, we t- are family you're doing we oh, are
1: family. Um play that funky music please. I'm running out there. And these are the classic songs. So I'm not talking about some banger, you know, chain smokers. I'm talking about the classics. I love the chain smokers. The whole I you that. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> banger. That's your And, and without, without even saying their song. Paris. Twist and shout. And shout. They're going to get you out of your seat. You got to get Come up. Come on, Mike. They kill every single time. Everybody goes in playing YMCA. But next, you know, everybody's dancing to the YMCA. It's a good one. Dougie. YMCA. Dougie. Dougie will get you going. Okay, I Who's like that. that. The electric slide. <laughs> <I think laughs> we're not at a goddamn Dougie Yankee Mortman? game in the seventh inning, Mike. We're not doing the <laughs> YMCA.
2: That I would y- <laughs> not have. I agree with that. Cotton y- Eye Joe, are you at know, a bar mitzvah? Cotton Eye Joe. Freaking
5: wedding. Cotton Eye Joe. Right. Scott, Scott, you're all right. right. Mike wants the, the Yankee DJ
0: at all weddings. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's what he wants. He's amazing. Cotton Eye Joe in the fifth. Shepard's your DJ at these weddings. Cotton Eye
2: Joe. Number two, Derek Cheetah. She
1: Can I, Joe? place? Yes, that's i You what don't want to do get the, out of your seat at the wedding. He's I don't. Start making announcements. Oh, Mike! Get out of here!
0: <laughs> no, no, Mike, no, nothing. Mike wants. To take she- me out to the Bob ball game Shepherd. at a wedding. Is what he wants. <laughs> He's doing seventh inning stretch at a wedding. Your wedding playlist also plays at Yankee Stadium.
1: You know what? Let's get the game where you know it's like which train is going to get there first. <laughs> it's the four train. Let's go. That would be great at a wedding. Local, that would he has be a amazing. Cam and everything. If I ever get remarried, or maybe we renew the vows, I I'll will hire the Yankee DJ. It'll be Justin Shackle there <laughs> as my uh, my DJ for <laughs> for Babs
2: wedding. I like that Justin <laughs> Shackle made it.
1: <laughs> I like. I like. listening. it's funny. The Justin uh, Shackle
2: though, I think he's doing uh, play-by-play.
1: Correct. So I guess he's not I'm the li- literal, Letty. literal, <laughs> literal lady there. Look, I think I named some great songs. YMCA. You're thinking no, about the Grounds never, crew, but you're no. out there. All right, they give me this song that's gonna get Eddie Erickson up. You're gonna to turn to Jackie, you're gonna say, well, Let's go, we're going for a dance.
2: Unfortunately, I don't dance. I'm not that guy, but my one guilty pleasure song that I like to hear is celebration, man. That's
4: a great yes,
5: song.
4: Come on, come on.
2: Break good time. Give me come that. Or, give me give me that or dancing on the ceiling. That's another one. Those those dancing are bangers, on man. Ceil- those are bangers. Mm. <laughs> I had a strict playlist at my wedding. We yeah. had a band, and all I did was give them a do not play. And Smart. YMCA was the first thing
1: on there. Oh boy, that would have killed. Maybe you wouldn't no. have liked it, but you know, no. think
2: about others. No, I don't want to think about some hairy dude in a thong dancing to that. No, no, thank you.
1: It's <laughs> my playlist. Of course you're a playlist guy. I'm shocked you didn't pick the whole Even thing. Even then I controlled it. You know, last time Eddie was in my pool, oh, he brought a okay. playlist right. and Maroon Five was the third to play. So that as long as that accident. doesn't play. As long as that doesn't play, I think we're gonna be in good shape. Steve Tory, were you pleased with our performance today?
3: I'm not even sure I know. Interesting. Very interesting so that's uh, we we made it Eddie, uh, woohoo this is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Scorch Radio
1: oh another episode of Baptist Morning After in the Books Freddie Eddie Erickson is Scott Messina and thanks to the Toilet Bowl Club the TBC they listen on the ball Nice Val is their leader and he tells me that Bill Hoops to go is eating a tomahawk and drinking my black label oh, Johnny yeah. Walker while teaching his son Mike the proper way to run the bases why does the Toilet Bowl Club need a leader by the way why do Night- we need to be led he holds the plunger Nice Val okay. is their leader okay. and Mikey there's no Pete Rose Charlie Hustle there he needs some work don't forget to to download subscribe and follow baptrix morning after anywhere you get your podcasts and i do mean anywhere i'm breaking into your home that's called frogging until (laughs) next time it's time to get my weekend on
0: this was mike babchick's morning after now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame talk to you next time if there is next time